بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما والحقنا بعبادك الصالحين أما بعد We remind our brothers and sisters that which we uh, commented on in the beginning of Ramadan that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has encouraged us to abundantly say a few words and these are to fulfill the needs of dunya and akhirah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam instructed us to say abundantly and especially now that we have a few days left of the month of Ramadan, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. So request everybody to say Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhadu an la The second which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam advised us to say abundantly is Astaghfirullah, to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. So everybody should say at least once Astaghfirullah. The third which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam instructed us to beseech and ask Allah for is to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for entrance into Jannah. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-Jannah. And the fourth is to seek protection against the fire of Jahannam. Wa'a'udhu bika minan nar. So we should decide this abundantly, insha'Allah. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-Jannah. Wa'a'udhu bika minan nar. Allah give us tawfiq to practice, insha'Allah. In, uh, before we commence the dhikr that we normally do on the odd nights, just touching on some of the verses. One of the verses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of how he controls the arwah and the souls of people. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in full control of the souls of people at the time of their death when their soul separates from the body. And also those souls that do not separate from the body permanently at the time of their sleep. Rasulullah has informed us that sleep is similar to death. And the condition of a sleeping person is a reminder for us of where we are heading. Because when a person is sleeping, and this is also a proof of the existence of the adab of the qabr and the life in the qabr and the barzakh. When a person sleeps, you see the external part of his body, but in his dream and in his consciousness and his, his being, he is experiencing something. He perhaps is traveling somewhere or he's meeting someone. And many times, uh, the effect of that experience is felt by the body. And this is why in Sharia, there's the term of a fard ghusl at the, ter- at the time of a nocturnal omission emission when a person has to perform a fard ghusl, it's something that the ruh has experienced but the body also participates in that experience. So the ruh and the body are intertwined and they are linked. So at the time of sleeping, the, the ruh has a, a slight separation from the body and it enters into a realm where it can, it can experience some of the alamul mithal. It is something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. So a person sees a dream and he sees certain images and he has certain experiences and that has a particular meaning which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told the Sahaba radiallahu anhu when they saw a dream sometimes after Fajr Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would sit and he would ask has anybody seen a dream and the Sahaba would present and express their dreams to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this is why the scholars also say when you see a dream then you should mention it to one of two people either a Habib or Labib 
Habib means a person who is dear and beloved unto you, and a Labib is somebody who is intelligent. Because if you mention a dream to somebody who is foolish, a good dream might be interpreted to be a bad dream. And uh, this is why it is not every person's cup of tea and ability to be able to say that's a good dream or a bad dream. Imam Malik, rahimahullah, once he saw a dream, and in the dream he saw the angel of death, Malakul Maut. So he thought the only suitable and appropriate question to ask Malakul Maut was, Kam baqiya min umuri? How long do I have to live? If you're going to meet Malakul Maut, what else are you going to ask him? The angel of death. So he said, Ashara ilayya bi asabi'ihil khamsa. So Malakul Maut, the angel of death, pointed to him with his five fingers. So he said, I asked him, Khamsu sinin, is it five years? Or khamsatu shuhur, is it five months? Or khamsatu ayyam, is it five days? What, five what? And the dream ended. So Imam Malik, rahimahullah, sent a message to the great Tabi'i, Ibn Sirin, rahimahullah, who was known as the master of interpreting dreams in conformance with the Quran and Sunnah, with the knowledge he received of Quran and Sunnah. So Ibn Sirin said, oh, oh dear Imam, the angel of death is not telling you you've got five years or five months or five days left of your life. He's telling you, You're asking me about one of those things, one of those five things, the knowledge of which is exclusively with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah knows when it's qiyamah. He is the one who sends rain. Nobody else has the ability to do so. And he knows exact quantities of rain. And what rain will be beneficial and harmful. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows exactly whatever is found in the womb of a mother. And not only human beings, animals as well. Allah Whatever amount of that growth is happening in the womb of the mother, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware. Not only the gender. So somebody tells you, no, we can have a scan and we can see if it's a boy or a girl. That's nothing. That with an instrument is nothing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَعْلَمُ مَا فِي الْأَرْحَامِ In Arabic, that ma is all-encompassing. Everything related to that child. Will that child have normal faculties? Will he be able to speak? What color will the eyes be? What type of rizq will that child be sustained with? All that is in the knowledge only of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ مَادَ تَكْسِبُ غَدَى The fourth is, no person knows exactly what they are going to earn. What they are going to earn tomorrow what they are going to achieve in the form of risk. So risk doesn't only mean the money you're going to earn. Somebody says, I know how much my salary is going to be for tomorrow, my wages will be for tomorrow. Not only that, risk is how much you're going to breathe. Risk is how much you are going to drink. Risk is how much understanding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give a person. That is also risk from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sustenance from Allah for your ruh. وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ مَادَ تَكْسِبُ غَدًا وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ بِأَيِّ أَرْضٍ تَمُوتِ And nobody knows on which piece of land will they die. And in some of the verses, uh, I just wanted to touch on it. It's also important because it's got to do with our death. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us of the importance of turning to Him. And a very, the verse uh, which the Sahaba radiallahu anhum used to say gives them the most hope is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ Say, O my servants, those who have wronged unto themselves, لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ Do not become despondent and lose hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا Most certainly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all sins. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all sins. So this is a time of tawbah. Allah has given us the month of Ramadan. This is the odd night, the 23rd night. It is time for us to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Conditions we see in the dunya, whether it be conditions of 
tests of sickness or people passing away or wars, whatever it might be, is because of the amal of, of human beings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed these con conditions on us. And the solution is to turn to Allah. Tawbah in Arabic means ruju' to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the form of obedience. When a person disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then spiritually he distances himself from becoming worthy of receiving the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when he makes tawbah, then he is returning to that which makes him worthy of receiving the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So before we leave this world, it is time to make tawbah. While we are alive, it doesn't matter what sin we've committed. And in the beginning of Surah Al-Mu'min, which was recited, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Hamim tanzeelu al-kitab min Allah al-aziz al-alim, ghafir al-dhamb. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the forgiver of past sins. Waqabil al-tawb. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives the tawbah which you will make for the sins that you will commit in your life. Shadeed al-iqab, he is also severe in his punishment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who favors you with all that you possess. This particular verse, there was a person uh, in the tafsir of Imam al-Tabari and Ibn, Ibn Kathir, they mentioned Sayyidina Umar bin al-Khattab radiallahu anhu, there was a person from Syria who was very harsh and uncultured, but he used to like the company of Sayyidina Umar. It shows you the tolerance of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu, who was so firm in his uh, diligence with deen, but he tolerated people who were a little bit uncultured and they needed a bit of uh, uh, attention. So for some time he noticed that this person is no longer coming to meet him. He asked where he was. They said, you know, Amir al-Mu'mineen, he's got a bad habit of, of drinking. Man. He is an alcoholic. We're talking of somebody who, who was in the era of the Tabi'een and the Sahaba. He's an alcoholic. So Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an, he said, Bring me a piece of paper and he wrote a note to him. He said, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Greeting him. Ahmadu ilayka Allah alladhi la ilaha illahu. I praise Allah besides whom there is no other deity worthy of worship. Ghafir al-dhamb. He is the forgiver of sins. These, these words of this, this, this particular ayah. And qabil al-tawb. He accepts tawbah. Shadid al-iqab. He is very severe in his punishment also. But he is compassionate and he favors La ilaha illahu ilayhi al-masir One day we will return to Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So he wrote this note And he told somebody go and give it to him But while he sent the note to that individual He told those present Now all of you turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And make dua for your brother And this is a lesson for us respected brothers and sisters how many of us have got weaknesses? And in our families, there might be people with weaknesses. In our community, there are people with weaknesses. Besides criticizing, we don't do anything else. We only run people down, criticize them, and send them to Jahannam as if we've reached Jannah already. But there's no guarantee for ourselves. Yes, Sayyidina Umar is saying, turn to Allah. That Allah turns his heart that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts his tawbah. Allah gives him tawfiq to repent. When he reached, when the, the, the message, a short note reaches him, no bayan, no lecture of two hours, that short note came to him. And he reads the paper and he said, Ghafir al-dhamb, Allah will forgive my sins. Qabil al-tawb, he accepts tawbah. Shadid al-iqab, he is severe in his punishment. Al-tawl, and he is compassionate and he favors. He said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me hope. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has warned me of the stern punishment, but he has kept the door open for me. And that's, that person made tawbah. And he came back to Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anh. 
So there is no sin. Sometimes shaitan deludes a person into thinking, ah, you know, I'm so bad, I did so many wrong things, I'm beyond repairs, there's no hope for me, I'll just have to see what happens. It's, it's not uh, the, so, so miserable and so hopeless. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept the door open. And uh, this is that time of amongst the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah gives favors and there are breezes of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which comes into the dunya. These days and nights are amongst those. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq not to look down upon anyone, to make dua for one another, to support one another. If somebody is in difficulty, help them. In fact, Sayyidina Umar in that same incident, he said, هَكَذَا عَلَيْكُمْ أَن تَفْعَلُوا this is what you should do whenever you find somebody in difficulty, somebody doing something wrong. If one of your brothers slips, then Do not be the helpers of shaitan against him. You criticizing him, running him into the ground, you're only doing shaitan a favor, you're helping shaitan. Rather do a disservice to shaitan and make dua and support and make a practical effort to assist him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all tawfiq. Inshallah we'll commence with the qasida burda in praise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and conclude with the dhikr inshallah.